Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. And we get going on this Thursday afternoon. Aaron, let me be the first to wish you a happy draft day. Maybe John did, but I'd like to think (laughs) that I was first. Maybe Tom. I don't know if Tom's wishing anybody a happy draft day. But it is is a national holiday in a lot of ways. And um, the NFL draft is one of the most watched things in, in all of sports in part due to every team having a chance. Like even the Washington fans, like Garrett Ross, even people like that have a chance. Let's let, Aaron, let's think about that. Later in the program, maybe uh, we'll, we'll figure out when we want to do it because we'll be talking draft at 520 for sure. We may let Garrett call in and let us know who he wants for the Washington. Now, is he still a fan of the, of the Washington since they are the, uh, the commanders now? Does that sound right? The Commanders. Yeah, that's right. What's the uh, what are the what are what are the Cleveland baseball team now? The Guardians. Mm-hmm. I still have no shot at like, you know, just th- I I can't think like that. And the Commanders now. I kind of like. I started to kind of embrace the Washington football team, just calling it that. They should the, have stuck with that. That was a great name, actually. Yeah. Just kind of sounded cool, and the Commanders means nothing to me, and I don't know what the Guardians. I don't. I, I know there's some kind of tie-in to Cleveland, maybe, but like I, it would never occur to me to say, "Hey, did you see how the see how the Guardians did last night? Hey, did you see the Guardians? Like, I, I you can't. You just have to stick with the first names, Washington and Cleveland. Now. Um, I, I did, I did find it funny today, Aaron, I meant to send this to you cause I thought it'd be fun to play later, but the, uh, there was something floating around from Amari Cooper's first news conference or press conference with, uh, with the Browns. And they said, basically, what were your thoughts on the, the Browns from afar? I don't know if you saw this, Aaron. And he, he said, well, really all I knew about the Browns was like that movie. He's like, what's the name of that movie? And they all said that. draft. Draft, draft day, day. <laughs> with um with Kevin Costner. Now, Costner plays the GM, I believe, of the Cleveland Browns. The head coach is the guy that used to be in that famous sh- uh, Dennis Leary. Mm-hmm. But I think Leary in that show had had ties. You know, he had maybe come from the Cowboys. Because there's a line in that movie where it's like, he's like, do y'all do it differently in Dallas? Coster says to him, and, and he says, yeah, yeah, we do it. And he holds up his hand. Yeah, he said, we win a lot, a lot. And then, yeah, he shows him that championship <laughs> ring. Aaron, let's do let's the math real quick. old ring. <laughs> yeah, when was the, the last ring 
would have been the last NFC title game was the year they won that Super Bowl back in the 95 season. So we have to go back to 1996 if you want to go ahead and count the fact that it was already in January of that year when they played in the last uh, NFC title game. Tonight, pick number 24. Aaron, we've got the uh, Schmaltz's trivia question today. And I've got a Cowboys draft-related trivia question. So start thinking. Start your minds thinking. Sean Hunt, all you folks out there that guess this on a regular basis, Sean's usually pretty quick on this. And he doesn't even usually have to look it up. Of course, that's UBO, UBEO.com, UBEO.com. Some of the great, uh, what they do for businesses in streamlining their activities and uh, basically just making life easier on uh, companies, saving you tons of money. Again, to find out about that, the easiest way to find out is ubeo.com. And they've got uh, Sean's kind of the the uh, top executive in Central Texas. And then, of course, well, you can count. If we count um, College Station, then the top executive would be the, uh, the owner or CEO of the company, Jim Sheffield. He's big Aggie. And uh, has a lot to do with the Aggies. But Sean, in my mind, is about as big as they get. Okay? And uh, so, anyway, that that question will be coming up soon. Uh, Looking for any sort of draft day rumors that are taking place. Aaron, anything? um, Has our man Shefty? uh, It it does look like we've had people now say that... Uh, unnamed sources have said this is going to be the craziest draft of the last 30 years. All right? And uh, I find that really interesting. Now, the Giants did not exercise the fifth-year option on their quarterback, Daniel Jones. That is – so this will be a prove it or, or, you know, lose it type year. If – he he's not going to get the guaranteed the fifth year option would have been a guaranteed 22.39 million dollars if he does light it up this year uh they will happily then use the franchise tag on him Aaron that would come out to around 30 million dollars 30 million dollars I I would not put just a ton of faith in this, but uh, that that he's going to have a great year. But he's got a chance to. You know, he'll have the chance now. Uh, Houston for you Texans fans out there. Anybody raise your hand. Show of hands. We got any Texans fans? No, I don't see any. No, you can text in if you were a Texans fan. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Again, that's two five four. 662 1660. And the uh, Texans pick uh, number three, and they have been exploring a trade back um, to get a second top 10 pick. They want to trade back, according to sources. This is what Schefter is reporting. Adam Schefter who probably, Aaron, if I recall correct, may have appeared in that draft day movie. 
feel like he probably had a, a, a small role in that. He's a small man. All right, if the right player is there, the Texans are trying to position themselves to move their second first-round pick at 13 to go get him. All right, okay, so picks number three, but also having been exploring a trade back up for a second top ten pick. Okay, so I think what they're saying is they're going to try to take that ammunition, trade down, and then take that 13 pick and get back into the first round. Now, what does that tell you? What do they need? Well, this is a way different draft in the sense that we're so used to teams trying to get up there to get a quarterback. Now, there may be someone with enough conviction. Now, Aaron, I don't know when's the last um, mock draft you took a peek. I mean – it's very, very weird to think that this thing could go all the way to like 20 or, to, uh, you know, the, the 20th pick before a quarterback goes off the board. It's, it's unheard of. It is absolutely unheard of. In fact, only five of the last 16 drafts did a quarterback not go number one overall. It's rare when that happens, and it, that usually ends up being a pass rusher or an offensive tackle. Now, Aaron, I found it I found it fascinating. A guy that I kind of follow and that that I DM quite a bit is a guy named Dane Brugler. Aaron, have you followed his work on the NFL Network and other places before? Does that name ring a bell, Dane Brugler? Yeah, I'm, I've okay. I've listened to Dane for years. He's very okay. very good. Okay. Well, the Brugler, uh, he he's. He came out, and Aaron, I'll look this up for one of our segments coming up. I'll look it up to kind of see, but he had a new first overall pick today that would surprise folks just a little bit. Now, I think people are also wondering who's going to be the top wide receiver off the board. And um, I, I, was a little, uh, I was a little bit surprised. Some people think it could be the Ohio State wide receiver, uh, how do you say that, Aaron? Olave? Olave. O-L-A-V-E. Olave, that's right. I knew that it wasn't sounding right in my head. Olave. Um, that's, I would it, be shocked it, if he went over. That's uh, what some people are saying. Every mock draft I've seen had his uh, teammate going first. Well, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, but, yeah. But and the I, uh, UCLA receiver going ahead of him, too. I mean, he was usually the third or fourth off the you board. Mean, you mean USC? You mean Drake London? USC, yeah, Drake London. Yeah. yeah. They've had both uh, of them around the top ten, and Alave is, I don't know, anywhere between 15 and 25. Well, people, this is the, the one that they think could be a little bit of a shocker, that Alave could go before anybody. Now, let's not forget there's an Arkansas receiver floating around, Traylon Burks. Yes. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I watched him against Alabama. I was just watching some highlights, and they threw like a back shoulder to him. And you know how fast the Bama kids are, and he just left them all behind. Well, and that's like he's he's got elite speed. And that's the knock on him is he didn't run well in his pro day. But, uh, you know, when you hear scouts talk about him that have watched the film, they say, okay, well, all he did was run by every defensive back in the SEC and all 
you know, including a bunch that are going to go in the first round and early in the first round. Aaron, if you can manage it, I can hear the excitement in your voice. If you want, if you want to, from from your um, because you got to be up there. I don't know how you can manage two things at once. What I was going to tell you is, if we could make it happen somehow, well, we'd have to make an executive decision to put it on a different station. I don't think we have the authority to do that, Aaron. I was going to say, if you're still up there, which you will be when the the Texans pick at number three, I would jump on with you. And we could cut into the ESPN's draft. Tom's driving off the road. He's like Mosley's making. These are these are high level decisions, Aaron. I do not think we have the authority to do that. But I'm just thinking, man, that'd be fun just to kind of break into the ESPN coverage and uh, and give our takes. We've done that in the past. Always enjoyed doing that. Always thought that was fun, especially when the Cowboys picked to. Uh, to kind of jump in there and do all that. Now, Baylor has a lot of players up for the draft. I don't think anybody's going to go in the first round. Although Petrie is has really become a much beloved prospect. So I I don't think he'll go in the first round, but just let's keep our ears perked up a little bit and just kind of see what happens there. Because this is a very unpredictable draft. He's one of the best players in all of college. I just don't think every team has a, a total vision for what he is. As I read that Ron Roberts said recently, he can he can take the what did he say? I liked I liked what he said. He can he can take the roof off a route or something like that, which means that he he can be on the back end and, and, and perform in coverage. I think there's a lot of people who think he's best at being in the box, making plays, and he's great at that. But I also think he's shown through some of these, uh, like Senior Bowl and other places, uh, and for Baylor, obviously, because of his interceptions that he had, that he is pretty good at dropping back in coverage. He just wasn't always asked to do it as much because he, he was so great around the line of scrimmage. Aaron, what do we call that? Those guys that kind of come at the last minute or whatever? Creepers? Box safety. Love it when Aranda. No, I know, but I'm talking about Aranda calls them oh, yeah, creepers. Yeah. yeah. I love that terminology. It's like a, I think that's an Aranda original. Okay, real quick. Um, here's the Schmaltz's trivia question of the day. Hello, Nelson Rue, the owner of Schmaltz's. Hope you're out there listening. You're probably finishing up the day, you know, wrapping things up. You've made all your sandwiches. Nelson's still back there on the sandwich line. That is a hard-working man, okay? He could rest and just count his money. He does not do it. He's back there putting the lunch. He's putting all that unbelievable uh, pastrami, lunch meats, um, salami, beautiful meats that they have there at uh, Schmaltz's. Okay, Aaron, here is the trivia question. There's a guy that's... um, going to be announcing the Cowboys' third-round pick. He was um, the first-round pick for the Cowboys in 1990. All right? 1990. What's his name and where was he picked for the Cowboys? I'll just help you a little bit. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. All right? 1990 draft. I want his name. And I want where he was picked, what number he was picked in the draft. Surprisingly, 
for you people to think, oh, I bet he was picked really high. He wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. But, uh, uh, I mean, picked high, but not crazy high. All right. The name of that player, 1990, and the number pick it was is the 1990 NFL Draft. This is a Pro Football Hall of Fame player for the Dallas Cowboys. And if you'll think about it, this was right after Jerry bought the team in 89. So this would have been Jerry and Jimmy making this draft pick. Here's how you call in, or here's how you text in, okay? Just text your answer. Don't call. I mean, I'd love for you to call, but let's do that later. Uh, Text for this, 254-662-1660. Again, that's 254-662-1660. And that's how you get the, uh, that's how you give us the correct answer. Operators are standing by. Aaron um, is probably seeing some of the names pour in as we speak. We will, uh, we will uh, announce the winner after the break. Aaron, is anybody you got some good ones yet? Are they are they starting to stream in a little bit on the text line? Oh, first one had the right per, right person wrong pick, but we we have a winner with the second one. I'll get a name. Oh, nice. Okay, we will announce the winner, and we're going to talk to. Uh, John Machoda from uh, from the Athletic, the uh, the longtime Cowboys beat writer about tonight's draft. That will happen next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight. Still breezy, though. Low temperatures fall to 67 degrees. Tomorrow, we start the day with mostly cloudy skies, and then we decrease the clouds throughout the afternoon. Still a mild high of 86 expected. And then on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, with a 30% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor, Big 12 softball. This weekend on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball home this weekend hosting Iowa State at Ketterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor, Iowa State, Big 12 softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Don't miss the Gatesville Gun Show April 30th and May 1st. Buy, sell, or trade Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles at 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. And we'll see you at the Gatesville Gun Show Saturday, April 30th and Sunday, May 1st at the Gatesville Civic Center at 301 Veterans Memorial Loop. 
this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. Whether you own a convenience store or the corner sandwich shop, TNS Financial Solutions of Waco wants to be your ATM and credit card processing partner. They offer state-of-the-art ATMs and credit card processing and boast a combined 20 years of experience in offering top-notch customer service. TNS Financial Solutions equipment has the most up-to-date software and capability needed to keep up with today's fast pace. If you need an ATM for your business, learn more at TNS financialsolutions.com make your vehicle look and run like new again at cnc collision center they're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs frame straightening spray and bed liners and wheel alignments cnc collision center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery have your car restored to its original beauty cnc collision center 5849 north highway 6 in spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on facebook ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Two more series in the NBA closed out last night. Milwaukee beat Chicago 116 to 100 to win their series, and Golden State beat Denver 102 to 98 to take that series. Tonight in the NBA, Philadelphia at Toronto. Philly leads the series 3 to 2. Phoenix at New Orleans with Suns leading the series 3 to 2. And Dallas at Utah. Mavs lead that series 3 to 2. Tip is at 9 o'clock. NFL draft tonight from Las Vegas at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys are set to pick at 24. Baylor's Gary Bohannon has hit the transfer portal. Rangers lost to the Astros 4 to 3. Rangers and Astros again this afternoon. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford softball tonight taking on Wortham in the bi-district championship at 6 o'clock and you can hear that game on 104.9. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. My throwback, throwback day. It's uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. 
And uh, I could see John Mishota now from uh, The Athletic kind of bobbing his head a little bit uh, to some of that. Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of getting back into my era. Uh, John, you were probably still uh, – you may have been like in grade school when that, when that song dropped. But uh, happy draft day to you. How are you uh, – how are you feeling about things? Do you uh, how, how's your how's your how are all your mocks? Have you kind of looked at uh, how many mocks do you think you've checked out over the course of uh, the build up to this draft? Oh wow! Uh, I'd say checked out at probably I don't know fifty, uh, and then probably done five or six myself. So uh, yeah, uh, pretty much is ready for this draft to happen. But to be honest with you, I just don't, and I don't know if. if you get the sense from, you know, not on the radio or on Twitter or whatever. Like, I just – there's nothing that they're going to do in this draft that's going to get the fan base that, that fired up. I mean, you know, the, the the rumors you hear about trading up, and if they do that, there's a chance that – a good chance that it's for an offensive tackle. Like, I don't know, a, a fan base that, that's extremely frustrated right now to try and get, like, some holes filled immediately and for this team to, like they say, take the next step. Uh, you know, I just feel like there's a little bit more, um, I feel like people are a little bit more optimistic this time of year, more so than maybe Cowboys fans are this year. I just, I, I don't think there's much they're going to do in this first round. That's going to get people that doubters to all of a sudden buy in. I, you didn't at that uh, conference we were at the other day, you didn't start <laughs> kind of buying in to Jerry when he was talking about, you know, he was asked about how he's changed over the years and he talked for about what about ten minutes, and then said, "Well, I hadn't really. Not much has changed. Um, I, you know, I was hoping that had really fired up the fan base. This, this is going to be interesting. Now, what would fire folks up? And of course, it'd bring out the naysayers too, because they'd be like, "Oh, you need an offensive lineman." But his eyes could get big if there's one of those wide receivers that, for whatever reason, is sitting there. Now, as you've done your mocks. Of all these players, whether Arkansas, the two Ohio State players, um, uh, you know, uh, the guy from USC, who who got, who has the most potential to possibly fall farther further than you would uh, that, that maybe they're being slotted? Would you say? Of all those guys, there's the only one, and that's and that's Traylon Burks. I think that Burks has the potential to be there for the Cowboys. Um, but the other ones, I feel like their stock is super high. Uh, Chris Olave, uh, Jamison Williams. I, I just feel like those guys, they'll be gone by maybe mid-teens uh, and, and 20 at the latest. And so I think Traylon Burks has, has the best chance, you know, the kid you mentioned from Arkansas. And, yes, it would be intriguing. I mean, heck, the Cowboys' last game they played in was against the 49ers and Debo Samuel. So Jerry will love wearing out those parallels. He'll love comparing them to Debo, you know. But, but going back to what my, I was originally saying about the fan base and, and not just fan base, but like people like us that cover the team there are, are probably, I, I would say all of us uh, pretty skeptical over what's happened over the last 25 years. I think w- we would look at it as, okay, so you're replacing Amari Cooper. Like, I don't know how that much, how much that makes your team better than it was last year or even back to what your team was last year. So I'll agree with you that I think that a wide receiver would probably be the best chance to get, the fan the fan base fired up because it's a player that especially an Arkansas kid like that they've had to have seen him play um you know I mean I went to the Arkansas A&M game this year at AT AT&T Stadium I mean he's you don't have to be a scout I mean he jumps off the off the you know the field you can just tell that he's 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 a beast he reminds you of Debo Samuel like he's not 
necessarily the guy that's going to be a burner down the field and beat you deep all the time, but he's just big, strong guy, great possession guy, would be great in the red zone, I feel like. And you could do some of the stuff you do with Debo with him handing him the ball and running it. And, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, there's some there's some parts of, of his game that I think would be intriguing. But you had three you had three really good wide receivers last year, and, and that really didn't get it done. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It, it, it seems like the O-line is the most logical choice. And, and when, they, when they stick there and take an offensive lineman early, they've, you know, they've, they've ended up feeling pretty good about it over the years. It's time to kind of restock. Now, of those guys like Zion Johnson, um, you know, I, uh, Penning is a name I see. Um, I, it's, it's really interesting. You know, some of the players that are mentioned down there, Kenyon Green from uh, Texas A&M, and I'm thinking about some of those guards. I know I mentioned one of the tackles, but uh, uh, is that the most logical thing if Green or Zion Johnson is available there? Do you think that's the most likely? And, and are you going to change your mock draft like one more time, or have you have you finally hit, you know, like you're not going to try to change anything, are you? Are you going to stick with this? No, I'm going to stick with it. I've, I've said Kenyon Green the entire time. I just feel like, He's probably got the best chance out of those guards to be there. I think Zion Johnson would be nice too, uh, but most project him to go a few picks before the Cowboys, maybe uh, maybe to the Patriots there, uh, a few few spots in front of the Cowboys. But if he's there, no, either one of them makes sense because you can see playing multiple positions. You can see either one of them coming in and immediately being the starting left guard. And you know Zion Johnson, I always has some position flex where he can play some center. Uh, Kenyon Green. Uh, has played some left tackle, and there's he might have the chance to be a left tackle, and maybe that's your heir apparent to Tyron Smith. So there are things like that. You mentioned Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa, who's the offensive tackle that, you know, I, I would think if they draft him, it, it tells you all you need to know about where they think Tyron Smith's at, uh, especially if they trade up. I mean, that's one of the things that they're trading up to take an offensive tackle. They take an offensive tackle at 24. It just it shows you exactly where they think Tyron is, not only just because of the injuries, but I mean. Tyron wasn't very good at the end of last season. And, you know, I think people just assume, oh, it's Tyron Smith, you know, uh, you know, he's going to be in the ring of honor, Hall of Fame type guy. He's just going to be awesome every year. Well, you know, father time's undefeated and, you know, his best years are, are probably behind him. So I get that you want to address that. My, my whole argument to all of that is, is why does it always have to be in the first round? Why, did, why can't the Cowboys find some starting offensive linemen in the second round, in the third round? fourth round, fifth round. And there's, there's plenty of teams that make it deep into the playoffs that do it that way. I just feel like we're so used to the Cowboys, particularly over the last decade of just, there's a hole on the offensive line. It has to be filled with a premium pick. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, I think it'll be Kenyon green. I think that's the, the odds on favor right now is I'm staying at 24 and taking Kenyon green. Um, but I mean, there's still so many other holes that they have to fill. John Machota from the athletic joining the Matt Mosley show. Um, I, I'm trying to remember if you had already moved to town when they had uh, when they took Tyron Smith. Were you already on the scene for, uh, in in Dallas at the time? That yeah, that's, been that's, 2011. That's the very first draft. Okay, that that was the guy I identified like two months early, and then somebody from the Cowboys talked. You know, <laughs> decided at the last minute to try to talk me out of that one, and uh, and you can imagine how elated some of our colleagues were when I, uh, when I backed off that pick. Uh, it was, uh, that was a tough one because I, I was early to the Tyron Smith party back in the day. Now, I'm curious, John, uh, the, uh, 
the trade down, they're, they're acting like they have 14 to 16 first-round grades. But, you know, we'll hear no matter who they pick, they'll have a first-round grade on them. And even in the second round, they'll say, oh, we had a, you know, first-round talent. I mean, they love doing this afterwards. Do, do you – do you think, like like a lot of teams out there uh, that are apparently trying to trade down, that that's the most – if the Cowboys move off a pick, that that's the most likely direction they go? I actually, I don't. I think it's about even, whether they move up or down. I think I, – mm. I, I would say it's probably 10% chance they move up, 10% chance they move down, 80% chance they just stay at, at 24 Um because I do think that out of those 14 to 16 guys, there's going to be at least one, if not two or three of those players that are going to be around, probably around picks 14, 16, 18, that I could see them being intrigued to be like, well, if we want to get a guy with a first round grade on him, this is the last guy on our board. We got to move up here. And here's the thing, like the Eagles have a couple picks there right in that, you know, 18, 20 range there uh, or 16, 18 range. They've done deals with the Eagles before. Um, so maybe they move up there because I, I, there's just some teams that they're, I'll put it this way. If they move up, I think they're going to get one of those offensive tackles and, and they're doing it to probably play the guy at left or left guard and then eventually move him out and be Tyron's successor, uh, at left tackle. If they just stay at 24, I think Kenyon green or Zion Johnson make the most sense. If move back, I think it's because. Um, it could be Kenyon Johnson or, or, or Kenyon green or Zion Johnson, or be, maybe it's because, all both of them and Traylon Burks are there and another guy that they like, and they're like, Hey, let's move back three or four spots. Uh, and we'll still get one of these guys and maybe we add, a, you know, another third round pick or something along with it. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's likely that they move up or move down. I think it's, it's 80% chance. I think they just stay right where they're at. All right. John Mishota has them staying right where they're at and picking at 24. John, what do you, who do you think is the first quarterback off the board and where do you have uh where do you where do you have that quarterback going? I just feel like, and I understand it's an inexact science. Obviously, the Cowboys found Dak in the fourth round, but there's so much time spent on quarterbacks for for there not to be one guy out of this entire group to like elevate themselves or where anybody even thinks they're a lock to be top ten tells you all you need to know about this quarterback mm. class. I mean, it is just it's a mixed bag, and there's you know the ceiling for whoever that you get whoever hits out of this. It's not like you're going to find, I, I just don't see them finding some type of perennial pro bowl. I think you find like a middle of the pack type starter. And so, you know, Kenny Pickett probably is, I would say the most NFL ready, but if, if Malik Willis got in the right system, he got in with the right team. I can yeah. see him having the most success, you know, kind of like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. I don't think Lamar Jackson is, is a perfect fit for every single team, but he's a great fit for the Ravens. If if Malik Willis got with the right team, I could see him being the one that has the most success, though. Do you know the last time it, there were 19 picks before a quarterback went? I'll help you out. I think it was 1987. Can you name uh, trivia with Mosley here? Can you name that quarterback? 1987, and and he was not picked. Uh, he you know the first 19 picks went by. It's the it's the last time that happened. Do you have a guess? Give me one little clue. One little clue. Um, his he, his first the first letter of his first name is J. Okay. I'll help okay, you. I can work. I'll help with you. It. I'll help you even more. Jim is his first name. 
Is it 87? Do I have the wrong year? <laughs> oh, is it maybe 97. Yeah, was that 97? It's got to be. Jim oh, Drunken. My... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this right here. The power of the internet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jim Drunkenmiller is the answer to my trivia question. I could have the okay. year wrong. Is it 1997? Okay, yes, 87. 87. Vinny Testaverde went one. Okay, let's try 1997 and see if Jim Drunkenmiller where he where he shows up. I just know it was. He's the answer to this trivia question. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I mean that's a good one to bring up. Well, obviously, he didn't he didn't do anything. You look at the years when, like, you know, the Christian Ponders or the EJ Manuels were like the first quarterback taken. Like, I, I, any one of these teams drafting top ten, if there's a legit quarterback there that they think has a chance to be a Pro Bowl franchise guy, you're taking that guy in the top ten. And if you don't have a top ten pick, you're trading up into the top ten to get that. And I just I get the sense that this draft just doesn't have it, and that that hurts the Cowboys because obviously they don't need a quarterback. And if, if this was a normal draft with two or three quarterbacks go before 24, that would push some good players back to the Cowboys. But there's a chance that not a single quarterback is taken. There'll probably be at least one pick before the Cowboys, maybe two. But, you know, that's not the usual. The norm is at least three or four. Golly, that would be uh, shocking for the quarterbacks to wait that long. I just like how every year, no matter where he ends up, it's like Carson Wentz. Every every team, every organization feels like they can put him back together. Because if you get picked, it's, it's kind of like that with Sam Bradford. You remember? It's like if you get picked at a certain level, and that's top five in the NFL, you get like at least like seven years to to have a chance at, at all these all these places, you know, it's just it's really strange how it works. But you know, I think oh, I think Sam, Sam Darnold too, Sam Darnold. Too. Yes, yes, and in in somebody, you know, by the start of this season, they'll have themselves convinced. Hey, Darnold's great. He's got a great. He's got everything. And you know what they do? They get the media to buy into it as well. They get they get they get the right people in the media to start spouting that stuff off as well. But uh, anyway. John, I uh, hope you have a great draft night. I uh, I hope you noticed also. I I had to make a I made a very obvious Twitter joke because a couple of years ago I made a joke I thought was obvious joke, and like Bleacher Report and other places went with it as as like the truth. So now I'm gun shy to like make jokes. <laughs> like I have to I have to make them extremely obvious. On draft day, I think I said something like Jerry has asked the scouts, the Cowboy scouting department, not to bother him tonight <laughs> during the oh, yeah. draft. And people went crazy with it. Uh, yeah. It was like no, and there were like I, headlines. That's What's that? The humor. And I, and I appreciate it. I know David Hellman, we talked about it. We appreciate it. Um, but that's the thing about Twitter is, is like. There's just so many people that don't get sarcasm, you know, because you can tweet out something like you can go, you can go, oh, <laughs> it looks like Kellen Moore just said on the headset in the middle of a game, we're only running the cool plays from here on and out. Like when I think you tweeted something along those lines and people will take that serious. Like, oh, I wonder which ones the cool plays are. It's like, this is not, we're not being serious. This is not happening. <laughs> yeah, that one had something to do with somebody they were bringing in. And it was like, would you run? Oh, oh, it was Amari Cooper. And it was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I had somebody asking him, Amari, 
what are some of the cool plays y'all ran wherever? And boy, people started running with it. I don't know. I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to dumb it down, sadly. But uh, John, I appreciate you. Look forward to uh, your coverage. Loved all your draft notes, your pre-draft notes. Good work. Hayes in the barn. Just relax and enjoy the draft tonight, okay? And then take a peek at some NBA basketball while you're doing it. I will do that, Matt. Appreciate you having me on. You bet. There he goes. John Mishota, the uh, longtime uh, – well, he's been with The Athletic for a few years, but we worked together at the Morning News and Fox, and so we've been together for a lot of years. Good guy and does a really nice job. All right, it is time to do some Campus Confidential. Who did the uh, who did the Baylor women reach into the portal and uh, and grab? Very very interesting news coming up from Aaron Sexton. It's next it's for the Baylor Coaches Show tonight from six to seven p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host John Morris. Join us tonight beginning at 6 p.m. and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball head coach Steve Rodriguez. That's tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show. Live from Rudy's in Waco and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. Avenue in downtown Waco. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels. The new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab has all the quality for work or play. Impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and an interior design is why Ram is the first truck ever to win number one overall in initial quality according to J.D. Power. When looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities. First responders get a $500 discount. Shop DCJ.com or come in and see the huge selection of brand new cars and trucks come by let's be friends in the market for a quality metal building since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe have helped central texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design panel options building components and trim options pioneer steel and pipes residential line is energy efficient offers low maintenance reduces insurance payments is impact resistant and carries up to a 45 year limited warranty In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com slash krzi. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Two more series in the NBA closed out last night. Milwaukee beat Chicago 116 to 100 to win their series and Golden State beat Denver 102 to 98 to take that series. Tonight in the NBA, Philadelphia at Toronto, Philly leads the series 3 to 2. Phoenix at New Orleans with Suns leading the series 3 to 2 and Dallas at Utah, Mavs lead that series 3 to 2. Tip is at 9 o'clock. NFL draft tonight from Las Vegas at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys are set to pick at 24. Baylor's Gary Bohannon has hit the transfer portal. Rangers lost to the Astros 4 to 3. Rangers and Astros again this afternoon. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford softball tonight taking on Wortham in the bi-district championship at 6 o'clock and you can hear that game on 104.9. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, we're proud to be with you this afternoon. And uh, a reminder, Central National Bank is our our, uh, presenting sponsor. Do such an incredible job. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you, Joe Nesbitt, Brian Fonville, the entire gang there. Okay, it is time for Campus Confidential, Aaron Sexton, what do you have uh, on your plate today? Mater women's basketball picked up their second transfer in as many days. Kentucky forward Dreonna Edwards has committed to Baylor. She tweeted out her commitment last night on Twitter. She averaged 16.8 points and 8.4 rebounds per game for Kentucky last year, shooting 52% from the field. She also will uh, be fondly remembered by Kentucky women's basketball fans for a long time. She hit the game-winning shot in Kentucky's SEC uh, tournament title win over South Carolina. She joins uh, Stanford sophomore guard uh, Jana Van Geitenbeek, a national top 50 recruit out of high school who announced her transfer to Baylor yesterday. So another big pickup for the Baylor women. All right, I like it. 
And uh, that is uh, some big news. Uh, 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 Dreuna uh, Edwards coming in. And, uh, boy, that was some good numbers, too. I, I like Jana and, and I think her potential. But when you can get an SEC player that averages 16, 16 or 17 points a game and has hit huge clutch shots, I think I saw a picture of her standing with Nikki. I'm trying to think how tall Nikki might be. 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, Aaron. Might be about right, and uh, she's towering over Nikki. So, um, did you see the height, Aaron? As you were kind of look doing some research, uh, according to the article, said? she is six two. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, Nikki's probably five seven then, uh, because she was. Uh, I don't want to make uh, Nikki into uh, being uh, tiny, but uh, wow, that is uh, that is big time. Six two. Got some versatility to the game. We'll rebound. We'll bang around there and can uh, can knock it down. Aaron, uh, look at some of those numbers real quick. Does it break down? Uh, does she slip out and um, and shoot the three a little bit? I don't have her three point percentage. I can look okay. that up. Okay, okay. I'm just curious because um, you know that was one thing in kind of a, a spread type uh, offense where they really like to get everything spread out and shoot some threes, and is it would be nice for to have lineups where almost everybody can knock down a three. It wasn't the case. That was not certainly Nalissa or Queen's game. So they had to kind of figure out a way around that. They just surrounded them with three point shooters. But this will be uh, this will be interesting. We'll try to have her on the show. What do you think about that, Aaron? We already got uh, oh, big news by the way. The uh, Baylor's new uh, Dan Twine, uh, the uh, Grimes, their new transfer from Kilgore JUCO, the Baylor men. Uh, he's going to join us at five o'clock. Coming up here in about ten minutes, and big time player. Well, Baylor's been after him and has been watching him for years. I like what he does. I like what he brings, and we're going to have him on. And I like his commitment. Yesterday, I wanted to have him on, Aaron. He said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing some math tutoring, and uh, I, I, I think it's going to run long. So I, can we do it tomorrow? I love that. Love the commitment, big time in the classroom, uh, big time on the court. So we'll, uh, that'll, be, that'll be fun to visit with him here in a few minutes. Um, all right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? Next week, the Big 12 plans to discuss the future of the conference regarding its expansion, according to Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger. Houston, Cincinnati, and UFC are expected to join the Big 12 in the 2023-24 academic year, potentially joining the conference before Texas and Oklahoma leave for the SEC. Uh, according to the Athletics' Nicole Auerbach, the AAC still has to sign off on the three schools' exit. Uh, their commissioner, Mike Oresco, said nothing has been decided yet, but it's expected that they will join in the 2023 season. According to Delger, the main topic during the Big 12 meetings next year, next week, excuse me. We'll be structuring a 14-team football league and whether to do divisions or not and whether to have eight league games or nine with US, UCF, BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati joining and Texas and Oklahoma possibly in their last year in the Big 12. Hmm. Yeah, all that, a lot of information there, all of it interesting. Uh, in 2023, obviously, BYU can kind of come in whenever they're uh, independent, so they don't have to pay any kind of exit fee. But everybody's going to arrive 2023, so they have to figure out, of course, how to have a 
team league for at least maybe two seasons and um, at least one season. I, I'm just trying to think when Texas and OU. Aaron, I think the latest is, I mean, they really are supposed to stay 2025 through 2025 season, but there's some thought that after 2024 they could be gone. This is a long, awkward goodbye <laughs> to the Sooners and Longhorns, and I'd like to just see them head on out on their way. But um, whatever, you got to get the money. You got to, you got to wait. And they've got there's that uh, grant of rights. That's a huge uh, amount of money from those two schools. What was it, Aaron? We didn't like the grant of rights deal. If they left, for wouldn't it be like fifty six million or something? Yeah, fifty for the two schools per year. To leave I think early would be so. I think it'd be over a hundred million for the two years for both schools for the combined two years. I, I don't know if they leave early at all. I think it's just a flat out rate. I don't know, but but bottom line is they're not. They don't seem to be in too huge of a hurry, unless unless there's some thought that ESPN or one of these networks will pick up the tab and go, hey, we want you guys in the SEC. The ratings are going to be better. We'll take care of like we'll split this with you. We'll take care of the exit fee. Now I don't really see that happening right now, but you never know. And by the way, they could raise that this afternoon, knowing Texas uh, and even o- Oklahoma. If they needed to raise some money, I was looking at one of those collectives. Aaron, I think <laughs> I was the, the story today was like uh, Florida. And in a 48-hour period, some guy raised something insane, you know, like $15 million in, in, uh, in 48 hours. It was just one of those collectives. Hey, we need $15 million. All right, in a, in a 48-hour period, it was raised, $15, $20 million, something like that. They can snap and have it, okay, yeah. if they truly want to leave. Absolutely, and uh, just talking about Transfer Portal real quick and, and collectives and paying players for NIL, I, I, I'll have to find the story, but it was just a, mentioned as kind of a quick aside, Washington State's presumed starter next year, who was a transfer from a Division II school, uh, Received is going to receive fifty thousand dollars use of a car and an apartment next year, so I mean, uh, the schools are getting their nil ducks in a row. It looks like if uh, if that's what Washington State's offering, it's uh, it's got to be pretty amazing what some of the bigger schools are doing. Come on, Bears! Come on, show them the money. That one kid that's going around, he's going to BYU now. By the way, Aaron, that kid we've been kind of following. Antoine something, Antoine Davis. Remember him from Detroit, Mercy mm-hmm. University? And he just, I mean, he, guy averages 24, 25 points a game. He has throughout his career. Kansas State wants him. Come on, Jerome. I mean, you got to bring the money in. This kid's not going to come in there for, you know, just uh, training table food. Hey, hey we're going to get you some good snacks. we got a bunch of granola bars over here and all the Coca-Colas you want. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, you got to show this youngster the money. And um, I'm really surprised that a prolific scorer like that, the prolific recruiter that is, that is Jerome Tang, does not have him wrapped up already. By the way, Aaron, the, the new book for, uh, for Scott Drew, there's going to be a book signing on May 10th at uh, the Baylor Bookstore. And we may, we, who knows, we may have some involvement with that. We're going to be kind of hanging around, hanging around. And uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to uh, taking a read, giving that thing a look. Although Aaron, it appears that Jeff Goodman 
Jeff Goodman, the evil Goodman, secured the <laughs> copy of the book before we did. <laughs> I, I'm, he's a big I'm, shot. You know that. I'm highly offended. There's a pecking order. He's, he's, I know, he's at the I top, know. apparently. I know. He's at the very top. And then he takes shots at, like, coaches. Or, golly. He breaks all the, the news day? stories, like Grant McCaslin, you know, going from North Texas uh-huh. to SMU. Oh, wait a minute. Did that happen or not? No, but oh. hey, Grant is speaking at our uh, alumni dinner uh, Saturday night. The Fiji, the the Figams, Aaron. I know you love it when I talk about my old <laughs> fraternity days. The Fijis are getting together in uh, Phi Gamma Delta, and we're going to have what we call Frank Norris Pig Dinner. And we do we get in there, tell a lot of secrets, do a lot of signs, stuff nobody can know about, but the Fijis. And uh, Grant McCaslin will be our keynote speaker, all right? The University of North Texas. What I love about Grant is, you know what? He could have, there's, well, I don't want to name names, but SMU's one of them. He could have had a couple of jobs, like big-time, power five conference-type jobs even. And he just says, you know what? I got a pretty good deal right here in Denton, Texas. They're paying me a bunch of money to coach. And I love the fact that Grant is not quite as, um, I don't know, I I mean, I think he's ambitious, and I don't think he'll be at UNT forever, but I kind of like the fact that he's been pretty choosy about this, being a little picky about uh, where he ends up. All right, um, we have a new Baylor transfer, okay? Uh, Baylor's newest guard is uh, going to be arriving um, pretty soon, and he'll enroll, and I'm very excited about this. We will introduce him to you next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 8080. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Tom Ward and Garrett. Weekdays 7 and 9 on ESPN Central Texas. In just a few days, we celebrate moms and graduates. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart leather or canvas tote, luggage piece, or accessory, or a Consuela bag or purse. We also feature bath and body products, candles, plush animals, and the world's softest socks. Can't decide? Let Morrison's Custom Gifts design a gift basket. We offer free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. ESPN Central Texas, our NFL draft coverage coming up. And uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be going on, boy, about 6 o'clock. That'll get going. You'll hear the Baylor Coaches Show, and then we'll go into the draft coverage around, oh, <clears throat> 8 o'clock. You'll get to hear the Cowboys pick, all of that. But uh, Baylor has a new pick on the board, and they got a new transfer. And this is the old-school transfer. This is not a man who went in the portal. This is how uh, we've done it for many years, uh, coming from Kilgore, Juco, and it's Dantuan Grimes joining us now. Dantuan, um, congratulations. Very exciting news, and uh, welcome to the uh, Baylor basketball program. Hey, man, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's, a yeah. big, uh, it's a big opportunity, man. I'm grateful for this uh, opportunity. Yeah, you're the first. Uh, I mean, you, I, I like your dedication already. I was trying to get you on yesterday, and you said, "Hey, I'm doing some math tutoring. Can I get you? Can I get you the next day?" I can't say that I've had a lot of players say that. So I think actually you're off to a you're you're off to a great start. But uh, uh, D'Antoine, that's uh, that is that is really interesting. Your story, Ocala, Florida. I mean, that is some that that's like uh, there's some swamp land around there. I just was reading about a PG. Yeah, that's out in the country. There's a PGA Tour player, by the way, uh, Louis Oosthuizen, who bought a like a farm out there or a ranch in Ocala. And I was mm-hmm. reading about it recently. And you are from that area. Now, are there a lot of – there's some great, by the way, JUCOs, community colleges in Florida. How did you end up choosing Kilgore? 
because obviously you had to pass a lot of land and a lot of schools to get to uh, Kilgore Juco. Yes, sir. Uh, well, how, how I got connected with Kilgore was through my mentor back home, Ed Hall, and he knew Coach Brian Hobart, and that's kind of how I got connected and got an opportunity to come play at Kilgore College. All right, and, and uh, you know, when you first got to uh, Kilgore, I mean, obviously Texas, we have some similarities. It's pretty warm, pretty warm, but you don't have the uh, don't have all the water. You're not as close to the coast and all of that. Was uh, was it a little bit of a culture shock for you being out in uh, being out in deep east Texas like that, or I guess the trees at least and some of the greenery you were used to? Oh yeah, man, it's kind of it was a big shock for me because. Really, the biggest shot shot was it being like how hot it is. Like I thought Florida was hot, but Texas way hotter. So <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of what got me. All right, and and what was it like early on? You get there six to one hundred ninety pounds. Now you might have been a little smaller than that when you got there, or thinner than that. What um, what was it like at Kilgore? Did you? Did you kind of fit into the and in, in, in start getting minutes immediately? Did you have to kind of work toward that? What was the what was your initial time there? At uh, I've been told you were a relentless worker in practice, um, but did you did it take you a little while to kind of work into the rotation, or did it happen almost immediately? Well, when I first got on campus, I kind of came in and from the jump, I was going to show everybody that I was going to be the hardest worker. Um, I was going to put the most work in, and that's how I really worked my way up, just spending a lot of time in the gym. And I kind of helped all my teammates around me um, make them want to be in the gym because they see how hard I was working. And I knew that everything wasn't going to be promised, so I knew I had to come in and work hard and earn my spot. So that's what I did, and that's how I got the opportunity to be start for Kilgore and have this opportunity I have to play at Baylor. Yeah, now the Baylor coaches started seeing you at the JUCO regionals. They saw you at different places. They watched you in practice. Talking to Dantuan Grimes, uh, the newest Baylor Bear, comes in as a junior college transfer. Who was your first contact with the Baylor program? I think it was uh, maybe Coach Peterson. Is that the, um, it, 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 your first point of contact? Who was the? Uh, how did you kind of get to know the staff, and how did they get to know you? Um, well, I have a guy. My assistant coach here, his name is Cody McCoy. Um, his He came from Baylor, so how I got connected was through him knowing Coach P. And that's how I, that's how I got to know Coach P, Peterson. Yeah, yeah. And Coach P's been around for a while. I mean, he's a he is a uh, he's a seasoned vet, and uh, so he kind of probably knew about you even as you're going to JUCO, maybe even back where you're in high school. Um, would he send word through – uh cody mccoy like how much uh how much contact did you have with coach p over the years um i had a i had a little bit of contact but it was mainly through just cody mccoy mm-hmm. and coach hobart you know i it's it's very interesting to me most juco players that end up at you know score you know 20 Five twenty-six points a game, or, or community college. I've seen kids come out of Eastfield in the Dallas area scoring just a ton of points. 
you are a pass first player is kind of your <laughs> yes, your reputation is uh did you ever worry about that like hey are they gonna see me if i'm only averaging 15 16 points a game or or, or were you just not wired to really worry about that um i kind of wasn't really wired to worry about that i mean as a point guard, you got to really be a pass first dude. You got to get your teammates involved before anything. So that's my that was my mentality. Like I want I'm not a selfish person. I kind of always been a pass first dude, like you say. So that was really nothing new to me. Okay, and and when you talk about like your strengths and the things that uh, you know, Coach P and Coach Jacobs and those guys have talked to you about, what do they? What do they? How have they kind of painted their? Uh, vision for you what do they what do they want you to come in and do is it you know just compete is it uh you know just keep doing what you're doing what do they how do they see you fitting in what Baylor does man really just competing just from day one as soon as I step on campus just come and compete um and let everything else work out for itself Okay, and and from a, I, I've heard you got a, you have a ton of speed, and you like to get into that paint and and distribute. Yes, is that, I mean, is that since you, I mean, how much of that is has been developed? How much of that is just you? And and what about your handles, your ball handling? Is that uh, obviously there are probably other areas you can improve in, just like anybody. But what would you say yes, is are your you know maybe two or three greatest strengths that have allowed you to to get to a place like Baylor? Um, I'll say my speed, quickness, obviously. Um, being able to shoot the three and just being tough on def- on the defensive end. Okay, and boy, that's they've got to get you to buy in on defense at, at Baylor, so I'm yeah, sure oh, they, yeah. look, they looked at that. What was your, uh, uh, from a three-point uh, perspective, have you been like a lot of guys in college basketball? Have you tried to widen your range and and uh i guess steph caused a lot of that or uh or helped <laughs> a lot of that did you can you do you like to kind of shoot it from pretty far out um i kind of already have that range it's just being able to be consistent so i mean i always since since i was young i always wanted to you know watching steph curry you know damon lillard all those guys i always wanted to be like them of course but I kind of already had that range. I've always been a three-point shooter. Okay. Uh, you just like to pass, though, a lot, set your teammates up. And uh, and now what did you think when Baylor won that national title and they had Davion and Jared and Maceo? Um, because of, uh, of, of, of uh, Cody McCoy, were you paying even more attention back then? Did you, did you kind of uh, – were they on your radar a little bit at that point? Oh yeah, when they first won it, um, I just knew that that's a program where I wanted to play, and because of like just how the the coaches and and the, the the players just was all together, like everybody was it, it was like a family, like everybody played for each other. So I just knew I wanted to be a part of that culture. All right, and who have you met? Talking to Dantuan Grimes, the newest uh, Baylor Bear, comes in and playing the point guard position, comes in from Kilgore Juco. Have you had an opportunity on any of your uh, visits and, and that kind of thing to get to know some of your, your new teammates? Who Who is the first player you met, and, uh, and, and what have they been like so far? Have you been able to get any shots up in the, uh, <laughs> over at the, uh, uh, the Farrell Center yet? 
Um, the first player I got a chance to meet was Langston and um, LJ. And I, I connected with the, those guys pretty good. Um, so that was, they kind of welcomed me with open arms, and that's something I love. Um, I definitely got a got a chance to get shots up. That was, of course, I had to do that. You know, who wouldn't want to want to get those shots up on their visit? So, where, where did they? Uh, where did the coaches or those guys uh, take you to eat? And what was your first uh, meal in Waco? Uh, my first meal when I first got there, I ate at this pizza spot. I forgot what it was called, but it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty good. Let's just um, call it Shorty's Pizza, since that's one of our sponsors, okay? Shorty's Pizza, okay, that's cool. <laughs> just call it, <laughs> we'll call it that. Well, uh, I tell you, it's going to be this is going to be a lot of fun uh, to be a part of this thing. Now, who are your? Uh, you mentioned some of the NBA players. We'll, tonight we'll watch uh, Luca. Obviously, uh, a lot of Mavs fans listen to this. Who was your team? Did you? Having been from Florida, was it the Orlando Magic, or were you more a fan of like certain you know different players in the NBA? Um, being from Florida, I kind of was always a LeBron fan, so kind of wherever he went, that's where I went. So I'm a little bit of a bandwagon. <laughs> did you uh, did you say when you announced this that I'm taking my talents to Waco, kind of like LeBron did all those years ago? Nah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. All right. Well, it's uh, you know, you were talking about Langston and LJ. LJ has range, kind of what you're talking about. Anytime he gets in the gym, um, what do you? What have they told you about kind of next steps? Obviously, you've already, you know, you're not coming in as a true freshman. You're coming in uh, a seasoned athlete. But now, you know, do they want you to? What do they really want you to kind of add to your game? What do you think's the next step for you? Um, I say just improving my my three point shot and finishing around the rim against bigger and more athletic bigs, just those two things and tightening up my handles. All right, you think you could you can dunk on Flo Thamba at some point? Man, I don't know. We're gonna have to find out and see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it's gonna be it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, welcome to the. Uh, Welcome to the Baylor family. I'm wondering, by the way, Ocala. What was that? Uh, what were your teams like there in Ocala? Did y'all because they play some great basketball in Florida? Did y'all make some? Uh, did y'all make some pretty good runs in high school? Um, I played at Vanguard High School. So the biggest run we had was um, the. You know, I don't know if you heard of it, but it's the King. It's called. It's a tournament called the Kingdom of the Sun. Yeah. And we made. We end up making the championship game and they haven't did that in like over 20 plus years so that was probably like the biggest accomplishment i had out of high school yeah ever have you ever um like had an alligator come up close to you being from alcala or has it not happened (laughs) no it hasn't happened to me yet i kind of try to stay far away from those things anyways (laughs) okay all right there's no there's really not a lot of swamp land around Waco. I think you'll be safe in that regard. We're uh, we're excited to help you uh, to have you. By the way, the uh, uh, Scott Drew will now uh, force you to read his new book. 
I noticed all the coaches on their latest recruiting trip, they all he had them all reading it. So that'll be required reading, okay? After math <laughs> tutoring, you have to read Scott Drew's book. Are you up to the task? Hey, man, I'm excited to read Scott Drew's book. Right? I, I want to see what he, what he got. I'm excited. Okay, you just have to. He it's, he he acts like he's had a lot of caffeine at all times. Okay, he's very <laughs> he's very fired up. But uh, well, listen, but you've done. Him, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a very exciting guy, very genuine guy. Uh, he may have you in the scripture and that kind of thing. So be prepared for all that. But uh, um, all right, Dan Twine. Well, we're excited to have you. Can't wait to watch you play. And uh, no pressure at all. You guys are already being predicted as like. Uh, I don't know, six or seven in the country. So, you know, it's uh, uh, Baylor seems to be number one seed every year. So it's uh, there's, you know, it's but it's expected. And I know that's what you want to be a part of. Hey, one last thing. Where did it where else did you think about going? Was it Baylor all the time or did anybody else kind of get in there? And and were you thinking about anything else? No, Baylor was kind of at the top. It was kind of just a waiting game. Uh, They always Baylor was always my number one priority. Okay. I wanted you to say Texas just so we could say you turned it down. All right. All right. Well, um, good to visit with you and uh, look forward to meeting you in person. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. You bet. There he goes. D'Antoine Grimes, Baylor's newest point guard. And uh, you got to have some good scouting and uh, good for Coach Peterson and good for everybody for monitoring D'Antoine because most JUCO players – and if you're going to get a chance, generally, especially for a guard, you're going to be averaging like 25, 30 points a game. I mean, Dill Bonner came in from D2, and he averaged a ton of points per game, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, but Dan Twine uh, is more of a, of a pass-first point guard, which I think is fine. It's a very positionless offense that Baylor runs, and although Akinjo was more of a pure old-school point guard, loved having the ball in his hands. All right, lots to uh, come. Aaron, are you excited about D'Antoine? Seems like a great guy, doesn't he? Yeah, and I think that's it's a great story. You know, Kilgore was the only college to offer him out of high school, and then he he uh, went to Kilgore and was second-team Juco All-American this year and had some offers from mid-majors and uh, finally started, you know, I mean, not that there was an interest, but got an offer from Oklahoma State in February and then, as soon as he got the offer from Baylor, recently committed. So, uh, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be great. All right, he picked us over Oklahoma State. I love it. I love it because they can recruit. Man, they got Cade Cunningham a few years ago, as you'll recall. Ocala, uh, Aaron, the um, the state. It's kind of like a state park or whatever. Ocala State Park supposed to be gorgeous. Okay, let's keep that in mind for future trips. Uh, and uh, also a place for people to just go disappear. It's a very uh, swamp, a lot of swamps uh, around Ocala. Okay, it's uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys will be on the clock in about two or three hours. Who are they going to take? We will share that with you next. For Baylor Athletics. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's never checked Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking acrobatics and tumbling and tennis. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with acrobatics and tumbling, opening competition tonight, looking for their seventh consecutive NCATA national title. What a just a tremendous job by by uh, by Coach Mulkey and, and that staff and, you know, the opportunity to to win seven and I, I can't even remember what she won four or five at four four at Oregon. So, you know, this this could be her eleventh straight <laughs> national championship. I mean, those are like that's John Wooden conversation. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh so proud of her. And, you know, that sport is growing at a at a great rate and um you know they uh they have a, a commitment for a fortieth team and so that that sport now becomes a ncaa championship sport when that 40th team begins to compete and so um just excited for that sport excited for coach coach mulkey and the staff and and our student athletes and let's go win a seventh national championship (laughs) that's right in oregon's backyard yes to boot how about men's tennis congratulations a third straight big 12 title tournament title yeah, really proud of of Coach Woodson and and again that program those those young men, you know to to do it as the the number two seed in the tournament against the number one seed TCU hosting their place, TCU ranked one in the country we were ranked fourth but uh, to go there and and win it again at at their place third straight as you mentioned and now we'll look forward to to hosting, you know first and second rounds here and uh, we'll uh, we'll know those those seedings and what that field looks like on on may 2nd good and the women will continue into postseason themselves as well yeah the 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 women coach scrivano's done a great job and 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 again the staff and in in our young ladies on on that team just really battling through the the year and and some ups and downs but uh they'll head to postseason uh more than likely you know have to have to head head on the road but uh nonetheless um going to postseason so again uh Another great job by by our spring sports. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight. Still breezy, though. Low temperatures fall to 67 degrees. Tomorrow, we start the day with mostly cloudy skies, and then we decrease the clouds throughout the afternoon. Still a mild high of 86 expected. And then on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, with a 30% chance of showers and storms in the afternoon and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Johnny's Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly continues their Lone Star Music Series with John Conley, May 21st. I'm on the back side of 30 and back on my own. Gates open at 6, May 21st for John Conley. I'm just a common man, drive a common van. My dog ain't got a pedigree. Get your tickets for John Connolly online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $20 in advance general admission, $25 the day of the show, and $30 reserved lawn chair seating. Reserved picnic table seating is available too. John Conley at Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado, Saturday, May 21st. But these roads come John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Two more series in the NBA closed out last night. Milwaukee beat Chicago 116 to 100 to win their series, and Golden State beat Denver 102 to 98 to take that series. Tonight in the NBA, Philadelphia at Toronto. Philly leads the series 3 to 2. Phoenix at New Orleans with Suns leading the series 3 to 2, and Dallas at Utah. Mavs lead that series 3 to 2. Tip is at 9 o'clock. NFL draft tonight from Las Vegas at 7 o'clock. Dallas Cowboys are set to pick at 24. Baylor's Gary Bohannon has hit the transfer portal. Rangers lost to the Astros 4-3. Rangers and Astros again this afternoon. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford softball tonight taking on Wortham in the Bi-District Championship at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk over the Beastie Boys when they get rolling. That was prime junior high activity for me right there. Okay. It's where you kind of, oh, there they go. <laughs> it's Mosley, the Matt Mosley show, and uh, Aaron Sexton doing his thing. And good to visit with D'Antoine Grimes. Aaron, we've been, um, the Bears, everybody they've added. We've been able to track down so far um, Loner, Caleb Loner from BYU, D'Antoine Grimes from Kilgore uh, Junior College, and then who uh, who else, Aaron? It was somebody else before Caleb Loner. Who was our first interview with for the Bears? You remember when they uh, they had somebody come in as well? Aaron? Uh, it is, it, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, it's okay. We'll, uh, we'll the, between the two of us, it'll come to us at some point. But they've they've added some uh, some key talent. Oh, Jalen Bridges, our buddy from, yes, uh, from West, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just uh, popped into my head. <clears throat> How could I forget? I was uh, very excited when I found when Jalen was in the transfer portal, and then I found out he was uh, coming to visit the Bears, and now the Bears have him. On the roster. So that's three players they've added through either the portal or the, you don't really call it the portal when they transfer in from Kilgore Junior College. But uh, from Ocala, Florida, Dantuan Grimes, nice young guy, 6'2, 190 pounds, and uh, the guy can get up and down the floor. I like what he had. Humble guy, too. Did you hear that, Aaron? I said, you want to dunk on flow? And he's like, I don't know. We'll we'll see about that. He wasn't really ready to commit to that. Bears do a good job of having their own players recruit other players. And um, this is a tremendous coaching staff. You know, they, they work together, and they don't, they're not fighting over who gets credit for certain things. I would say the first point of contact was Bill Peterson, with uh, D'Antoine Grimes, after talking to D'Antoine, that sounds about right. And then Cody McCoy, who D'Antoine was kind enough to mention, used to be a GA at Baylor back in the day and is now an assistant coach. And Aaron, uh, I believe Cody McCoy comes from Martins Mill. Martins Mill, Texas. Now, Aaron, you're from the area. Is Martins Mill, that's not far from us, is it? Martins Mill. I have. <laughs> I, oh, thought, no. I thought I'd heard of most Texas towns. I've never heard of it. Now, Martin's Mill 
would be somewhere in the direction of it, it's. It, I think we could we could say it's in Central Texas, and it's out there. I'm trying to think who they would play against. They would probably play against somebody like Crossroads and people like that. But Martin's Mill, I kind of have some vague memory of being in college and having to take a team to play against Martin's Mill. That would have been Waco Christian back in the day. Way to go, David McCall, Colin, all you guys. I still remember you. Jonathan Goley, really fine players. We went 18-1. and I think we lost a Vanguard, the evil Vanguard. No, Vanguard, not good kids out there from Vanguard. Um, on the Matt Mosley Show, we're getting you ready for the draft. I believe what you'll have on ESPN Central Texas tonight, you're going to get a Baylor Coaches Show involving the softball coach and the baseball coach. Talked to uh, Coach Rodriguez earlier today, and we were talking about his son was featured in something that Baylor did, and it was a really cool thing. Um, Nolan Rodriguez went to Washington, D.C., and spent time on this. uh, It was like the religious, oh, man, it was just really cool what he did. He was on Capitol Hill and it was part of, you know, the legislation attached to this. And just a great, great – and it was a tough decision because he had to leave the baseball program to go and take this opportunity. And I spent, I think, maybe even a semester there. But did a – but really, really seems like an incredible kid. And, um, and yeah, that's a guy that's grown up in a baseball family, probably dreamed of playing college baseball. But he took a little break from college baseball to go be a part of this uh, – this really cool endeavor. So anyway, hear from Coach Rodriguez tonight in Coach Moore as the Bears prepare for a really important uh, three-game set with Texas Tech. Now, the, the softballers just played Texas Tech and I think took two out of three from the uh, Red Raiders. So we'll uh, we'll continue to look at that. All right, Aaron, Any? let's take a peek and make sure during all our interviews we have not missed anything. Um, there's a lot going on as we lead up to the NFL draft and, oh, that's cool. I just saw our old friend, John Clayton, the, uh, the Seahawks at their, uh, uh, that's pretty neat at, uh, I, I guess in their draft area, they've kept a, uh, a place for John Clayton. John was covered the Seahawks, covered the NFL. We lost John, uh, who had a really sudden and, uh, uh, just an unexpected kind of illness, wasn't feeling well, and then uh, he died. And so really, really uh, sad news there. Um, some of the NFL legends and active players will be announcing some of the selections in rounds two and three. Of course, Roger Goodell will announce that whole first round. Um, we had a trivia question earlier, and uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, will be represented by Emmett Smith. And he'll be making the announcement in round three. All right. And uh, our trivia question, our Schmaltz's trivia question was, who named the person in 1990 who was picked by the Cowboys and what pick, what overall pick it was. It was number 17. It was 1990. It was Emmett Smith. And the winner of that Schmaltz's two free sandwiches is Steve Scott. All right. Steve Scott from the Waco area. So congratulations, Steve Scott. I say he's from the Waco area, Aaron. I mean, we have people who stream us from all over the state and country. So there's no telling where Steve's from, but I kind of think 
if he was trying to get those Schmaltz's sandwiches, he's probably from the greater Waco area. Now, I'm looking at some of the people that are being that are going to pick uh, for the different teams, some really, really big names. Barry Sanders is going to be picking for the Detroit Lions in round two. That's a huge one. Um, Thomas Davis for the Carolina Panthers. Warwick Dunn for the Atlanta Falcons. Tony Baselli for Jacksonville, round two. And Tony Gonzalez for the Chiefs in round two. So these are good. These are really good names. Now, a little bit weird, Aaron, that today there haven't been as many, like, kind of big-time, um, you know, like, uh, news stories leading up to the draft. You know, nobody's made any big trades. There's usually at least one or two things that happened uh, the night before the draft or on draft day. Let me look over here at our guy Ian Rappaport and make sure. The only thing that kind of newsy that happened today, Daniel Jones, New York Giants quarterback, his fifth year was not picked up. It was not picked up, okay? So we'll keep our eye on that whole situation. Um, I believe Judy Batista had that news for the NFL Network. Let's give credit where credit is due. I like Judy a lot. Does a great job. Um, Another team that could be thinking about moving up, the Packers have the numbers 22 and 28 picks. Some of that has come because of the Devontae Adams trade. Devontae Adams ended up, of course, with the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. But now the Packers have the number 22 and number 28 picks. Who could they be targeting? Well, they could use a wide receiver. They could package those picks and come up the board. Um, uh, these are the teams that right now we're hearing from that are making the most noise in terms of possibly trading up. Eagles, Ravens. Now, I find it fascinating because both Washington, Washington the Giants and the Eagles all have, you know, draft picks before the Cowboys. Let's keep an eye on them. One of those teams has two picks fairly early. Aaron, is that the Eagles? I don't know if you have it in front of you, the draft, but it, one of those teams I was looking at in the East had a – Oh, Giants have a couple picks early. Okay. That one fascinates me. Now, Jacksonville – wait, who has the number three pick? Jacksonville's obviously – Okay, Texans are at number three and 13. And those things really interest me based on what they could do. There were rumblings earlier that um, that the Texans could be trying to move down off of that third pick. All right. And um, uh, other little bit of news is the Giants did exercise the fifth-year option on um, – on Dexter Lawrence. Now, Giants, uh, five and seven. Wow. I mean, that is really, really interesting. Now, let's remember the Giants have a new head coach in Brian Dayball. Aaron, I believe they have a new GM as well. His name doesn't come to mind right now, but I just have this memory of them having all this uh, this uh, live footage of the new GM arriving for his first day of work and all that kind of stuff. So this is uh, this is all very uh, interesting. Now, again, the Cardinals were the other team that had a fifth-year uh, option on a quarterback, and, of course, that was Kyler Murray. 
uh, they did pick that up. Okay, that's happened within the last 24 hours. Um, I this uh, also the Seahawks, based on some of the things they did, and a lot of people were very very unhappy with what they did with the Russell Wilson trade and not thinking they got enough. Um, they love to trade. They're known for trading, and I think uh, uh, will they go trade out of the top ten or back into the first round? There, there's some people really looking at that. All right, and so uh, which players on the board, Aaron, as you're looking at some of these mock drafts, could go uh, earlier than expected Thursday night? One player that I keep seeing over and over uh, as a potential player to do that is the Florida State edge rusher, Jermaine Johnson. All right, that's Jermaine Johnson uh, coming off the edge for Florida State. Let's keep him. Let's keep him kind of uh, on uh, on alert. And then, uh, and by the way, a reminder also about a day ago, a little more than twenty four hours ago, the Jaguars did agree with uh, with their big time left tackle Cam Robinson on a large extension. All right, and and that what that means is Jacksonville sitting up there at the top of this draft. That's one less area they need to be concerned about. Now, could they still take an offensive lineman? Yeah, but I think at some point you've got to be thinking, um, you know, edge rusher. Um, I don't think they'll – obviously it's not going to be a wide receiver that early. Now, Big 12 players, I find – I'm fascinated, and we'll look and see who from the Big 12 goes in that first round. <clears throat> The truth of it, Aaron, is there's just not a lot of Big 12 players being mentioned as possible first-rounders. Could Jalen Petrie slip into the back end of that? Yeah. Yeah, I think he'd be a great pick. I think he's probably more of a day-two pick. I think he's going to be a second-round pick, Jalen Petrie. After Petrie, who would be the next Baylor Bear to go? Well, it won't happen tonight. But I, I then think you have uh, a combination of J.T. Woods, Abram Smith, and Tyquan Thornton. I think those will be the next three that will be mentioned. Late in the draft, Kalon Boogie Barnes. I mean, his speed is so elite that you could see Boogie Barnes climbing up into about the fifth round uh, where he could be taken. And, um, and let's not forget about the X-Man, uh, Xavier Newman-Johnson. Zay, they call him. Um, you know, there's a chance late uh, in the in the draft that he could go. So lots to think about with all these Baylor players going in the draft. Only one that probably has a chance is Petrie. The first player off the board for the Big 12 probably could be around number 25 tonight, maybe right after the Cowboys pick at 24, and that would be the running back out of Iowa State, Brees Hall. I think in future years, hopefully the Big 12 will do better. Right now, obviously, this draft is going to be absolutely dominated by Alabama players and Georgia players. And as usual, SEC. And let's not forget the uh, um, the kid from uh, Cincinnati. I want to watch where he goes. Sauce. The man they call Sauce. And uh, the cornerback. He could go early. And the guy from LSU, of course. Um, um, the uh, Stingley. 
Uh, let's keep our eye on him. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. The dismount is next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grayson, they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. That's and he's in their Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes. <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mother's Day is just around the corner and it has me thinking. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? That's Ronnie Weathorn, the foundation doctor. And right now, just like most of us, he's got one very special person on his mind. At the foundation doctor, that's exactly what we strive for. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com espn central texas is your home of the texas rangers you wouldn't call your doctor accountant or mechanic using a 1-800 number so why your bank if you have to dial 1-800 you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic Jeep celebration is going on now at Allen Samuels. Come see the newest Grand Cherokee, the new 2022 available in a two-row or a family favorite, the three-row Model L. Jeep re-engineered for the future. The Grand Cherokee is ready for the next great adventure. Are you? Find legendary power and confidence, along with head-turning style, is what Grand Cherokee is. First responders get a $500 discount. Shop AllenSamuelsDCJ.com or come in and see our huge selection of brand new cars and trucks. Come by. Let's be friends. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeed store. They try the art supports. You see their face brighten up from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. They're helping people. We're able to take them from the pain to the possibilities. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Goodfeed store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Dismount where we say goodnight to you and uh, <clears throat> NFL draft sneaking up as we speak. See what these teams are going to end up doing. They put their boards together and um, I think the Cowboys are going to be ready thinking probably offensive line but I think they're probably want to stay agile enough there that if there's a pass rusher or extreme value to be active enough to go up I think they could be sitting at a place where if somebody is wanting a quarterback and they need to jump another team I mean it's there's some movement that could happen I think they would like to move down and pick later in that first round. I mean, I think the truth of the matter is the way they see it is that there's just more. This is a, a draft where there's extreme value in the middle of the draft. And if you find yourself, I mean, they, they, they've basically said they've only given 14 to 16 first round grades. That doesn't mean you don't take somebody in the first round that you've given a second round grade to. But um, I think I think you can I think you can uh, I think you can you know I, uh, there's there's some interesting things that could end up happening here, and one of those is I think the Cowboys are are, are very intrigued with wide receiver. Last year, Cowboys were going to have Gallup, Amari, and C.D. Lamb. This year, it's C.D. Lamb and Gallup, and he and Gallup probably won't be ready at the first of the season. And really, you don't know who's third. I think they brought back Noah Brown. That's really about it. I mean, there's a there's an utter lack of depth and talent at wide receiver. It went from literally and arguably maybe the greatest position of strength for the Cowboys to no position at all. <clears throat> I mean, you know, to where you, you're, you feel good at number one, you don't know when Gallup's going to come back. I mean, this is a, this is going to be <clears throat> fascinating to watch this. And now tonight's draft, I, I think as we were, as we said earlier, 
Adam Schefter quoted a front office exec saying, this is the craziest draft I've seen in 30 years. Here's what I think, and it usually is not the case. I think you have about 10 to 15 teams sitting there having no clue what to do in the first round and wanting to trade out of it. I think that's a much higher number than usual. And um, tonight's draft happens in Las Vegas. And a year from now, the 2023 draft will happen in Kansas City. Everybody have a great night. Stay tuned. We got the Baylor uh, Coaches Show coming up here in a little while. And uh, we got the draft. You can listen to the draft right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have a great night. And we'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's Cameron Check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz.